So I know that this is a male-centric podcast and I talk about guy stuff, but I'm not going to lie. This episode, this episode, I'm really, really going to be hitting at the babes. Although, before I get into any of that, I know that people like listening to wild shit and it attracts attention. So I'm going to start on a bit of a wild note. And to kick off the Friday episodes in a wild way, I'm going to kick things off with a wild fact. Now, Australian koalas are in danger of extinction because over half of them have chlamydia. Now, Considering that this is Australia we're talking about, I'm not saying that, you know, people fucked the koalas and gave them chlamydia. It's just, in whichever way you'd like to look at it, they're fucked. Because you think about it, they all have chlamydia, or at least most of them have chlamydia. They're fucked. The fact that they're going to go extinct at some point in time, they're fucked. So you think about it, they are fucked either way. But... All that aside, because I know that one's a fairly short one, let me move on to something that's a little bit more human. Now, South Korea lifted a ban recently on the importation of full-body sex dolls three years after the country's top court ruled that they were not obscene. Now, the story reads that South Korea will now allow adult-sized sex dolls through customs. Allowing their import, the Korea Customs Service said that customs clearance of full-body real dolls in adult shape is allowed. The agency revised its guidelines following the court ruling and after incorporating opinions from government departments, including the country's Ministry of Gender Equality and Family. End quote. Now, here's the thing. In as much as I'm all for, you know, them getting their own pleasure on because, you know, now they have full-on sex dolls so they can customize them with, like, bigger ass or bigger tits and shit, I have a couple of questions about this entire thing because it seems a little bit weird that you would be in a situation where you're like, you know what, I guess now we can allow adult-sized sex dolls because the first question that I'd have is, is it that, they were probably producing their own as a country and, you know, they wanted to ramp up production and push for the growth of the industry in there? Or have they been dealing with non-adult-sized sex dolls the entire time? Which is actually a little bit concerning. Because to think about it, like, are they having child-sized sex dolls? What are child-sized sex dolls supposed to look like? And what is a child-sized sex doll? Because there's clearly adult-sized sex dolls at this point. Like, you'd want to know what the other smaller sizes are referred to. Or are they, like, the piece ones where it's just, like, the booty with, like, the, the anus and, like, you know, like, the vagina and shit? Or is it, like, you know, one of those ones where it's literally just the torso? Like, I'm, I'm actually trying to wrap my head around all of this. Because the thought that these guys have been going for smaller parts believing that you know they're gonna give themselves pleasure with smaller parts and then they go to the adult-sized women and expect smaller parts like i feel like the country's ministry of gender and equality probably fucked up there although i don't know maybe it's just me maybe koreans like small things and i like big ones but either way i should probably get to the main thing that brought me onto this mic which was this podcast which i definitely should have started by saying Welcome to Break Time on Westside, your number one Break Time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is Sir Denver B, the man who believes that astrology should have been the study of ass. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets and break them down a little bit. Now, as usual, if you know the drill, then you can repeat it after me. If you don't know the drill, it's okay, I'm going to say it for you. And if you do know the drill, but you don't want to say anything, hey... 
it's a new year you do you and you know maybe in some way you'll find a new way to say it for yourself because it relates to how it is that you can contribute to the making of these episodes via tweets that you find on twitter or on even other platforms like facebook and ig and it's a very simple drill and it almost sounds like a song and it goes like this you see that tweet you like that tweet you want us to discuss that tweet you send that tweet you send it to the DMs of at Bagaka the D, which happens to be my personal Twitter handle, and I will take it from there and I will handle it accordingly. On Facebook and on IG, it is at Breaktime on my side. You can send them right to the DMs there as well. The DMs are always open, and I would be very happy to take them and handle them accordingly. Now, I have a bunch of tweets that I need to discuss on this episode, and I have more than one thing to rant about because, well, considering that Battle of the Sexes had it earlier this week, I might as well just do the same thing, you know. Now, first of all, the female rapper known as Ice Spice, the woman behind the banger known as Munch, recently turned 23. Like, she turned 23 over the course of this past week. And, you know, like, people were feeling some type of way. Some people didn't know that she had turned 23. Personally, I didn't think she was that young. But the interesting thing was how some person decided to hop onto Twitter and said, and I quote, Ice Spice just turned 23, so I guess that means any 30-plus man that finds her attractive is a creep. End quote. And after reading this and after seeing it being posted up in one or two other places, I kinda have to think about this shit and wonder why the hell it is that babes like to talk so much shit against other babes. Like, let's be particularly honest. I know there's the thing that I said about, you know, the grey line in terms of age and who it is that can be banged between like 18 and 22. Now, this babe just turned 23, okay? Assuming that she was 22 and there were guys that were hitting her up, you know, Drake probably wanted to hit or Drake probably hit, I don't know, I don't care. But the thing is, considering that she's an adult, her being with someone that's older than her by 10 plus years actually doesn't seem to be that big of a problem. Like, yes, there's the whole thing of, oh, you know, you should date people that are roughly around, you know, your level and shit. But think about it like this. When you look at the age difference between a 17-year-old and a 24-year-old, it's very different from looking at the age difference between a 23-year-old and a 33-year-old. Like, I don't know if that sort of makes sense. Like, yes, there's a 10-year age gap and everything, but at some point, the older you get, the more comfortable you become, or at least the more comfortable we become in society with a much bigger age gap. Because there's babes that are 30 that are dating dudes that are 45, and no one has a problem with that. That's a 15-year age gap. Yet, if you were 16 and you were dating a guy who's 22, not only would that be legally and morally fucked up, but you'd be looked at as a pedophile and the age difference would be considered to be quote-unquote too big. But the thing is, the older you get, the bigger the age range is allowed to be. It's actually like one of those unsaid, unwritten rules. Because if you see a 40-year-old woman with a 60-year-old man, y'all won't have a problem. Because there's a pretty good chance that a lot of the 40-year-old dudes are probably taken. Or you might find that those 40-year-old dudes are chasing babes that are at the age of like 22, 23, 24, 25. So a 40-year-old dude and a 40-year-old babe might not exactly click in that way. So honestly, this whole self-righteous talk of, uh, you know, you're a creep because you want someone who's younger than you by this age. Like, honestly, I feel like if you're above the age of 21 or 22, I think to a massive degree, anything that's not beyond 20 years 
should actually not be too much of a problem because both of you guys are adults and both of you guys have chosen to make that decision to be together. Otherwise, I don't see why the hell that's a problem. Although, speaking of problems, I actually have a massive problem with babes and it's not even related to age, it's actually related to size and enhancements to be more specific. Now, when you kind of think of all three of those factors being mentioned in the same sentence and me having a problem with it, you might actually think I'm talking about BBLs, but that's not exactly the case. Like, my issue is actually a little bit worse than that, at least to me, and it's this thing called body shapers. Like, I was scrolling on IG this past week, you know, just doing my thing, going through stories, you know, just passing time. Then the Instagram algorithm decides to hit me with this ad on body shapers. Now, I was sort of curious about it because, you know, first of all, I didn't get why the hell Instagram was pushing this to me, yet I am male, not female, but more so what exactly they were talking about. So, of course, I decided to watch the entire story ad and everything, and I decided to go and look through the page. And that was when I realized that body shapers actually fall under this entire category known as shapewear, which is where corsets will sort of come in and I guess maybe push up bras or some shit. But still, the thought of it actually baffled me quite a bit. Like, I can get that there's a love for booty right now. But getting to the point where you actually get, like, body shapers to make you look like you have, like, hips and booty on actual clothing, like, that is just, as it, is it really that serious, though? Like, is it really, really that serious? Because here's the thing, like... We have allowed enhancements to go as far as, you know, they've gotten up until this point. And I feel like at this level, we should probably dial it back a little bit. And the question I have to ask is, do you really think that if you're doing this, you know, to attract guys, don't you think that it's a lot more disingenuous of you to do that as opposed to you just going in a dress that accentuates your body for what it is? Like... If you don't have it, go work it out in the gym and get it. And if you don't have the genetics for it, then it's perfectly okay. You can be appreciated for a lot of other shit. You don't have to have a big booty and wide hips and everything. And the thing is, even guys who are attracted to that shit, like we're attracted to that shit initially at the beginning. But that's not exactly what we're really attracted to. As I will put on Jenny to kind of explain to you guys on this clip right here. Women are changing what the men don't care about. The men don't care about the big old lips. Yes, they do. And the, no, they do it. The women are doing that for themselves. The men don't care about it. The men mm. would rather a woman change her stinking attitude and all that makeup and hair and everything. That's what the men want. But the women will go out there like, oh, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change that. If you look at a man and the man said, yeah, he's fat. The man will most, if he's feeling bad about himself, he wants to make sense. He'll go and hit the gym. What's the woman going to do? Go and do Get a BBL. Get her lips done. Put on her makeup. Put on her hair. <laughs> and stay the big old fat person that she is and say, oh, it's body positivity. The men don't even want that. And uh, the women are not getting all this cosmetic surgery for the men. They're right. getting it for themselves. Right. You can't yeah. turn around. What man wants a woman that's going to turn around, go and have an operation, and can't sit on a plane because her ass has been injected or been interfered with? She's got to lie there on her stomach. You think the men want that? Or wake mm -mm. up in the morning before you got to hit the house. She She's got to put on. I'm sure I worried about some of the men because they must go out with a woman. Ooh. And then when they wake up in the morning, they think, who the hell is she? The scars, By the time you take fish. everything off, women need to change their attitudes before they change their makeup. I'm sure that it, even more than that, change your attitude. Because women have got there and they want to change this, they want to change that. All the things that don't count. If you learn to, the same way how women can go out there and learn to put makeup on, learn to cook. Learn to wash by hand. Yeah. 
probably they are doing this shit for themselves. But anyways, I don't want to sound like a hater the entire time. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And I'm going to get to the many tweets that I have to discuss. So on to our very first tweet of this episode. Saying, let me put a baby in you is a threat. Okay. Can I really say that it's a threat? Yes, it is. Actually, yes, it is a threat. It's a threat that is very, very general. You know, it doesn't give too much detail. Uh, it's pretty short, so you could say that it is a bit short and sweet. And when you kind of think about it, you know, it does carry some level of threat to a babe because, you know, she might actually get pregnant or, you know, it's the promise that she's going to get raw dick. You know, it's it definitely does classify as a threat. It's just that I don't really think as a threat it's worth all that much because when you look at it from a guy's perspective the best thing that i can say is that i'm gonna hit you raw and the nicest way to say it is let me put a baby in you so essentially is another way of saying please let me have some sex or at the very least i'm threatening you with a good time which as far as threats go doesn't actually seem all that bad up until you decide to change the genders and shit when you decide to reverse the roles for a little bit and you look at some of the threats that us guys get, now those shits are actually scary because when you actually kind of listen to some of the things that babes will say, like when she's like, you'd make a great dad and that time you've just come from fucking or either before or after fucking, she decides to tell you that she wants your kids. Like, how the fuck is that going to be easy for a guy to take in? Like, that shit can terrify a dude. I kid you the hell not. And I'm actually even saying this from a point of experience. Because the feeling of, all right, fine, yes, I've managed to hit, bam, bam, bam. Like, you go, you lay pipe, you know, you go, you do your 7 to 11 strokes, you're done in a minute. And then Shorty's like, ah, ah, I've always wanted your kid. Like, you know the wildness of that shit? Or she decides to tell you, especially when she's giving you this shit afterwards. Like, there was a time when Ashori once said, mission accomplished. And I kid you the fuck not. Like, there's a way that, even though we were joking at the time, like, my stomach turned. And it's like, I automatically got scared, but I had to keep a straight face. Like, that shit is wild as hell. So, to be very honest, the whole let me put a baby in you, that, that, that don't even count as a threat. Because no matter how much nothing a guy will do in you... If you don't want to get pregnant, or at least if you don't want to have a kid, then you won't have a kid. But for us guys, the moment the nut leaves, we're fucked. The moment we have an opportunity to let that nut out, and it's probably going to come out whether we like it or we don't, and you say some of this shit, we're fucked. Because at the end of the day, the decision on whether you're going to have that kid is yours. The decision on whether you're going to get pregnant is probably yours as well. So as far as threats go... This is probably like the most low quality threat I've ever seen. So all that said and done, I will leave it at that and I will move it on to our very next tweet of this episode. He's ugly, but he fucked you. He comes quickly, but he fucked you. He has a small dick, but he fucked you. He's broke, but he fucked you. Ladies, once a man has left an ink between your legs, maintain silence at all costs. So it's stuff like this that actually makes me believe a lot of what Andrew Tate says is actually like full on truth. I may not agree with everything, but a lot of what he says I actually agree with. Stuff like this being one of them. And I know this isn't a tweet that was made by Andrew Tate and Andrew Tate is totally irrelevant to this. But let me just sort of try and explain where all of this comes from. 
Now, about a month or so ago, I was just scrolling through different reels or I think it was like YouTube shorts and shit. And I managed to stumble onto one of the many unrotate clips that are usually circulating social media and, you know, the online world and shit. And what he said was something that I found to be utterly profound once I actually thought about it. And what he actually said was, a woman's power over a man usually ends once they've had sex. And I actually didn't think that it made sense. Then I thought about it for like a quick second. Then it actually made a fuck ton of sense. Because before a guy bangs a babe, and you know, us guys know it all too well, it's like you're kind of trying to negotiate for it. You're trying to ask for it. You're pretty much trying to find your way so that she can say yes and you can get some. And if at any point she says no, you're not getting jack shit. You know, either you're going to try again or you're going to have to move on. And you're pretty much going to get that no, no, no. Then she says, yes, you guys have sex and then you're done. And then at that point in time, you as the guy can decide whether you want to stay and cuddle. You can decide whether you want to continue doing it. You can decide whether you want to be with this babe or not. You can pretty much decide a fuck ton of things on your own. But it's not like the babe now is going to have the same kind of power that she had when you were busy trying to get between her legs, which actually makes a fuck ton of sense. Because it also reminded me of this one other time when some babe was busy trying to talk shit to a guy about how he was pathetic in bed on Twitter. And this guy was busy being smoked and, and Shorty was like, uh, you had shit dick. And this guy was just giving the same three words as his answer every single time. Uh, you had pathetic sex game. And the guy just responds, still hit though. Oh, you had weak dick. Still hit though. Uh, you didn't even last that long. Still hit though. Uh, you you don't even know how to please a woman. Still hit though. The guy just went on with it and it's not like the shorty could come up under that because at the end of the day, this guy would just respond with still hit though. And to be very honest, it actually does make a fuck ton of sense. You know, babes can talk shit all they want, but the truth of it is you let the guy hit. So even though you can talk your shit, at the end of the day, the fact that you let the guy hit means that the guy actually got some power out of it. So either way, however it is that you look at it, it is entirely up to you. You can debate this with me later on. But the way I see it, a woman's power over a man ends right after the sex. Although it does actually kind of come back when she decides to get pregnant, which is a different discussion for a totally different time. So I will leave it at that and I would move it on to our very final tweet of this episode. Niggas do not like bitches who hustle harder than them. Okay, I'm going to start by clarifying that this person specifically said bitches. Uh, now, that said and done, I think this is very misleading information and it's utterly, utterly bullshit. Guys don't have a problem with women who hustle harder than them. We just don't like it when you prioritize your business over me, if I can put it that way. Like, let me put it like this. While babes can come back and be like, that's the same case with us, oh, oh, you should probably prioritize this as well. Here's the reason why guys prioritizing their business over you is actually a good thing. At the end of the day, his success is your success in totality. Like, you actually get to gain from the guy actually focusing on his business 90% of the time. Because the extra money he'll make will benefit you because, you know, you'll receive it. The, the extra credits that he might get, you know, the success, the achievements, the kind of growth that he'll get, the kind of connections and the access he'll get, you get to benefit from them at least to a degree. But if you look at it from where a babe is earning or, or at least where the babe is hustling harder, 
she makes more money but where does the dude actually benefit yes you can spoil him every so often but at the end of the day he's still the one that's expected to pay the bills if you're busy getting accolades and achievement awards and you know you're super successful and everything you'll gain on your own dude isn't gaining shit he'll only be known as the guy that's dating the babe and in a lot of cases it might actually put additional pressure for him to actually reach out and also be successful to a degree because you kind of look at the the celebrity world and it becomes very very clear that this is something that actually is a reality because you look at the kardashians they have pretty much built themselves off of the backs of successful celebrities and athletes the entire way so they have at no point in time actually provided any success to the men that they're dating look at lori harvey she's pretty much known for being a very successful steve harvey's daughter and fucking around with successful celebrity men she has pretty much built her name off of being around successful men if you look at someone like hillary clinton it's probably also the same exact thing but now you turn the tables around go and ask yourself who the hell kevin federline is that dude is not known for shit and yet this guy was with britney spears back when she was at her prime but guess what no one even remembers who the hell Kevin Federline is and whoever it is that remembers who Kevin Federline is doesn't really give a shit about the guy because at the end of the day he was only ever known for being one of the guys that Britney Spears was with and it's not like the guy got any success off of that it's not like the guy got any accolades it's not like the guy got any deals off of that the guy was just known as being the person that held Britney Spears's hand and at the end of the day Britney Spears continued to become a success up until shit hit the fan but he pretty much just faded off into obscurity and that should go towards telling you that at the end of the day if a man works harder and becomes more successful it is beneficial to both the woman the man hell even the kids and shit but if the babe is the one who is more successful is super you know into working hard for for her hustle and shit but doesn't care about the man she's going to be successful but she's going to be successful as an individual whether she says that she owes her success to the man's that she's with or not it is going to be her that is recognized and not the man's so at the end of the day it's not that we don't like babes who hustle hard hell we actually appreciate that shit we want a hard working woman in our lives The only problem is if you work so hard that your work is your primary focus and not your man's at the end of the day some other babe who is going to prioritize me is going to end up taking me from you and you're going to start catching a feeling about it because at the end of the day when I decided to have you as my partner I went in it because I wanted you to prioritize me not your work and then I come in a second fiddle because at the end of the day Me working hard and putting all of my effort and concentration into the hustle is so that I can provide a much better future for you and our possible children. But you pretty much putting that work it is pretty much just going to be going towards yourself. However, where you look at it. Although then again I might be wrong about this shit. Maybe I don't have a proper understanding. Maybe the babes should tell me. Either way, I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Twitter it is at bagaka the D on Facebook and on IG it is at breaktime on my side. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>